Wednesday afternoon. Another edition of the NBA Report. CP the Franchise, Alex Rotaros, Andrew Salat, the one-two combo in the building on today's show. What is going on in Milwaukee, man? Adrian Griffin out. Doc Rivers in the coaching carousel for, for one of the best teams in the NBA. Hey, never a dull moment. Plus, rivalry week. We're going to recap a couple of games from, from rivalry week last night, including the Knicks' big win over the Nets in the Swamp. And uh, Clippers reigning supreme over the Lakers, man. Plus, trade updates. We just saw Scary Terry head down to South Beach. What is next? We're going to react to all of that. Call us up, 657-383-1509, or you can hit us up on the NBA Report Discord. Let's get into it. Hit the like button, hit the share button, and subscribe to the channel. I see Pro Gaming, Pro Cannon Gaming in the chat says, uh, early club. Shout out to Pro Cannon Gaming. Uh, fellas, how are we feeling today, man? How are we feeling? Feeling good, guys. I'm feeling yeah. good. Uh, you know, uh, I'm all... I wonder how Andrew feels considering his Bucks narrative may take a little hit. You know, if, you, if you're questioning about Tom Thibodeau's creativity, Andrew, I don't know how Doc Rivers is that much more creative than Tom. We got to talk about it, man, because Andrew's guys, team is down bad right got, now. Man. You guys got to chill because in the YouTube comments, they really think I'm a Bucks fan. Man. <laughs> well, you're 30 and 13 Bucks, uh, second in the East, you know, on the Dame trade and all that, revamp team. They decided to make a change. Adrian Griffin out. Doc Rivers in. I mean, Andrew, I'll start with you, man. How, how did you react to the news yesterday when you heard that Adrian Griffin was going to be fired, man? When you think about how this Bucks team has played this season. All I thought was that Giannis didn't want him there. I think that was my initial thought. And yeah. then you saw more and more reports that that was true, even though Giannis was the guy that brought him. him. It was... What? Yeah, that brought him in. Exactly. So... Um, I thought it was also there were some red flags in the beginning when Terry Stotts, who was a damn guy, left real early. That was a little bit weird. Um, the From a basketball perspective, they haven't been bad. I mean, they've been pretty good. They got a winning record. I think they're second in the East now. Offensive rating with their top four guys have been good. Offensive rating with their top four uh, – defensive rating with their top four guys has been yeah. um, good as well. But I just think the vibes have been off, and Giannis probably hasn't been feeling him at all. We saw in press conferences that Giannis was saying that the team was disorganized, that everybody has to do their job better, even down to the laundry guy. But I really think he was directing that energy not towards Dame, not towards his teammates, but towards the coach. Yeah. Um, then it was kind of weird that Doc Rivers was the replacement. Like, this this is like a cat with nine lives, bro. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I don't know if that helps my Bucks narrative. Yeah. What are your thoughts, uh, like CP? What are your thoughts, Alex? What are your thoughts when Doc Rivers is the first name, and then he just gets pushed right in there? The other weird thing is, is that wasn't Doc Rivers consulting? He was the consultant. Yes. That's a bro. That's a weird look. It, that's not a good look. It's so weird, man. Because here you have it for years and years now. You've been hearing Adrian Griffin. He's next in line. He, he's the guy, right? He's studied under all the great coaches. He's been under Tibbs. He's been under this guy, that guy. He's the next guy in line. They bring him in, just like you said. Giannis is on board, right? But all of that was, you know, before the Dame trade and everything kind of happening there. And so then they bring in Doc Rivers as a consultant. Maybe when they thought like, oh, man, this thing, you know, just in case things go south, we need, you know, some instruction in here. And then all of a sudden it, it just all falls apart. But it just goes back to me saying like, 
whether it's the Bucks, it's the Suns, it's the Clippers. Like when you put these teams together, you just you now you're on the treadmill. Now you you just you have to go. Like there is no patience to to build and take your lumps and build again. Everything once the Dame trade happened, everything went out the window. Because now it appears, based on the Bucks trying to cover their ass by saying, well, we think Griffin will be a good coach down the road, but right now we needed a bit more surety, right? So now they're thinking, okay, this guy was, was a, a, a coach in the making or still developing himself, but with Dame here, your timeline just went so fast. It's just going to yeah. go so fast. You don't have time to, 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 to allow the guy to coach through his lumps. I didn't like that. I felt like it's almost like the blame game that they had for Joe Mazzula last year in Boston. Yeah. It's like, like, when do you give these guys time to get acclimated to their personnel, to take their lumps, to learn from those things, to get better? You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. It's I think crazy. all those things would be true, CP. It's just that Giannis didn't want him there. Like, That's it. That's front office it. Would Bottom him- line. You know, front office would give them time. They would definitely give them more time than this. Yeah. Right? It's not even the all-star break. I just At the end of the day, like, Giannis didn't want him to be there. Yeah. The, the, the superstars hold all the power, man. You always have to look that way when these changes, these abrupt changes are made like that. But, I mean, at the get-go, like, don't you think you'd want to bring in a veteran coach? I mean, look what the Lakers did. They bring in Frank Vogel, right? They're like, or, or they did. They had Frank Vogel. They got rid of him. You bring in Darvin Ham, which was, you see all the lumps that he's taking. You know, you need a, a seasoned coach over there saying, hey, we're going to have somebody that understands these systems. We know what we need here. We have grown men in the room. We don't have time, CP, as you're saying, to really just work through all the kinks and iron all this stuff out. That's why you see Frank Vogel back again with the Phoenix Suns. They're like, look, we need somebody who's established. We can't mess around. We need somebody who knows what they're doing. And I just look at guys like Darvin Ham. I look at guys like Adrian Griffin where it's like these guys are just put in a position where – Front offices should know that once you get stars like Dame and Giannis, you got to be thinking who is somebody that's ready to coach these guys and can hold them accountable, which is why they're going to Doc Rivers, which is why he's a top name. They're like, okay, he's yeah. done this before with Boston, the Clippers, Philly. We're going to go with him because he's trusted and he's well-respected. I think it was just a mistake from the get-go to hire somebody where you look at guys like Dagnold, who are like with OKC, right? And they're given that opportunity to learn. You look at... um. You look at the Raptors. I forget. I'm sorry. His name is just not popping uh, to my head right now. Radovich, like, I believe. Darko. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. you see, like how he's given a young team to work with. Like I think a lot of these new coaches need uh, a young team that they get to work with to get that flexibility and that wiggle room. Because even if they lose, you could say, all right, let's measure the development. Let's measure the wins, the following season, how guys progress. That's the situation for all new coaches. That that's how it should be. That's how it should look. I mean, even we'll get the Knicks, man. They brought in Tom Thibodeau. They brought in an established coach. They said, we want to win now. We want somebody who's going to set a culture and a tone from the start. And that's the direction they went. So I, I feel bad for Adrian Griffin because he was put in a position by the Bucks that yeah. that's their misdoing. I also feel bad for Mike Budenholzer because he was an established coach that won two seasons ago and wasn't given a fair shot after what had happened to him and his family members after losing somebody in an accident. And it's yeah. like, yeah. so wait, you fired this guy to bring in a young head coach and now you're you got both of them on the books, and now you're gonna bring in Doc Rivers. Yeah. Where was there any issue with Budenholzer to begin with? He led that team to a title, and maybe I I, I forget if there was discussions whether Giannis was starting to lose faith in him. But based on what he went through, I felt like he should have been given another chance, another season to correct things. Just what has happened because 
life life happens, man. It's, yeah. it's tough to deal with a loss and then try to coach. So I feel bad for Budenholzer. Now to talk what Andrew said, Doc Rivers having nine lives. Nine lives, he, man. I need his agent. Nine okay? lives, I need man. this guy's agent, yeah. okay? And I said that, like, it is tongue-in-cheek that I put that on Twitter yesterday. And I'm like, I got some pushback saying, well, he has a ring and stuff like that. Yeah, he has a ring. It, it was back in 2008, though. You, you give this guy chances with the Clippers, didn't go far with the Clippers. You gave this guy a chance with uh, Philly, didn't really go far with Philly. And now you're going to tell me that this guy is going to take the Bucks far, where this guy has not been to a conference finals since he was with the Celtics. Look, Insane. Man, holding on to that ring, huh? Holding Yo, on. Holding on to that ring for sure. <laughs> the, the coach is always going to be the scapegoat, and it's only a matter of time before Doc faces the same fate, just like he did in Philly, just like he did everywhere else. The Clippers, Boston, everywhere. It, 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 you know, this is a flawed team. It's a flawed team. You know, going from fourth in the East in defense and then losing Drew Holiday and going to 22nd when you're adding in Dame and Malik Beasley as your backcourt stoppers, that's no surprise, man. Like, is that all on Adrian Griffin? A lot of that is on the personnel. They're just a flawed team. We knew their defense was going to take a hit as soon as they made the Dame trade. They don't have enough firepower off of their bench. They have a lot of young, inexperienced talent. There's no draft picks left. Like, it is a tough team to build around. The Phoenix Suns are seeing it the same way. Yes, you are top heavy, but the rest is 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 left to be desired. And so they have a lot to fix. You know, Middleton, he's older, he's he's less mobile as as he he's not as mobile as he used to be. That's a that's another situation that impacts your defense. You have less than average defenders in Damon and Malik Beasley in, in, in your in your backcourt. Like those are different. And so you can't expect them to, to dock to fix all of that. Now, on the flip side, with Adrian Griffin, I think where he went wrong was trying to fit the players to the scheme rather than this, the scheme to fit around what the players do best, right? Like mm-hmm. you're now asking Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis, who are used to being in the drop, to now play up on the level, be more aggressive, force turnovers, which he didn't do well. Right, you wanted them to be more aggressive. They didn't. They were last in the league in turnover rate. They're getting crushed on the boards now because you got guys all over the place mismatch out of position. They're getting crushed in transition defense, and so maybe those things Doc can come in and maybe help fix. Maybe those things change. But I think that was part of Adrian Griffin's issue is that when he came in, you got to understand this is Giannis's team. This is this is to a certain extent Dame's team. Like you have to go to them and get a feel for what they want to do. Brooke Lopez, this is his team. Middleton, you got to go to the established guard and be like, okay, how do we yeah. make these things work? Yeah. He he was on he was on uh quoted after their I think it was either the the game against the Nets or or one of the teams where where the players had to go to him and force him to change the defensive scheme to go back to what they were doing what they were used to. And he said after the game, what do he say? Sometimes the players know more than the coaches. That was bad. That was a bad look, man. That I, I so thought that was a bad look for him. So you felt maybe from the beginning they should have kept their foundational pieces of Brook and Giannis playing more in drop. I think they should have went with what was working for them. And yeah. and in but instead I felt like you know, he tried to he tried to change things too fast. And you you know, yeah. you have players yeah. who won championships together, you have ego and your star players. I think that's gonna create friction very fast if you don't have buy in. Clearly, he yeah. didn't. And that's one of the what, four. Yeah, good. 
one of the 48 laws of power don't make drastic changes small changes over time and then people will go with your flow you know you can't just change everything on defense especially like with bud they were a great defense so i totally agree i think the other thing too is that they wanted like when they hired griffin they wanted this team to be more offensively driven and naturally that's going to happen when you have guys like Giannis, when you include somebody like dame who's a sharp shooter and score at all three levels on the court but i think even when you watch that offense like they didn't even get enough Damon Giannis pick and roll to start off with. And that had to work out like they had to work that in later. So it just didn't seem like a good fit when you just look back at everything. But to me, like you still give a guy a full year to see like what can happen. But the, the fact that you don't have Giannis or Dame buying in, I mean, let's go even back to the in season yeah. tournament, right? Chris Hayes comes, comes out with that report saying Bobby Portis challenging yeah. agent Griffin, you know, you know, who is connected with Hayes, Hayes, Crispy Haynes. It's, it's Dame. 100%. You know, Dame is leaking that to Haynes and be like, yo, man, this is what's happening in the locker room. Like, we, we can't stand this anymore. And then once that got out, you know the clock started ticking where it's like, yeah, something had to course correct this season. But for a team that is 30 and 13, clearly they're very talented for even all the coaching issues that's happening. I don't see <laughs> this is why it's so funny. I don't see how Doc is going to fix what they want, which is to be a more offensive team, which is not really. His strong suit, like his teams have won on defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now that you're saying you're going to go to Doc because you need a, a, a an adult in the room who understands how to work with these egos because of, like I said, you know the resume. We know the guys that he's coached. Kawhi, PG. You can go to James Harden, Embiid. And so now you're like, okay, now it's Damon Giannis. I just don't see how that solves the issue. It's, it just seems like a quick fix for the yeah. Bucks, which I think what they're getting themselves into. Sometimes... You know, it's funny because when we had when we talked to Corey about uh, Tom Thibodeau and <laughs> you think the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah, yeah. you might have just stayed stayed with Budenholzer, man, and really gone through a proper evaluation instead of just saying, you know, what? we we lost to the Miami Heat. Let's go bring in somebody else. I don't see Doc fixing all these things. It, it, it's it's very interesting. Go ahead, Andrew. Good. Speaking of Haynes, did he drop Jeff Van Gundy as one of the possibilities for the before the Doc Rivers hire? Did he drop that? I, I thought Doc was always in the driver's seat, and then they I said think, uh, Kenny think, Atkinson was I don't know if was, it was, was Haynes, but somebody, somebody dropped the Jeff Van Gundy name. He's like in the mix for every coach. He's in job, the mix for everything. He, Jeff is in the mix for everything, man. Well, you can't make it up. I think the thing is that ESPN said they let Jeff Van Gundy go because they were worried about him going back into coaching because it seemed like yeah. he had an interest. Yeah. But now look at Doc Rivers. Yeah. Hired by yeah. ESPN, and now he's like, hey, a coaching gig. Hey, why not? Yeah. Yeah. The, that that's it, man. And um, the I mean, this the thirty and thirteen, <laughs> so it's like it's it's hard. It's not surprising because from the thing that came out with Terry Stotts, that was like, whoa, what was going on? You know, yeah. I mean, look, we don't we don't know Terry Stotts personally or what his his demeanor is or what his makeup is. But if you want to tell me, and yes, it, it, I'm sure it has to be a hard adjustment to go from being a head coach and running your own show to kind of being supporting cast. But if you want to tell me that these guys, this guy couldn't even make it to the opening tip-off of the regular season before he had so enough of the head coach that he had to leave, I, I think that has to tell you something there that maybe Adrian Griffin was a hard person to work with and deal with. Because then you go back to the fact that Giannis, is, he's changing plays. He's not subbing out of games in certain, certain respects. Uh, the buy-in wasn't there across the board, it seems like. I don't necessarily think it's Terry. I think... I think it was more so. I think Terry Stotts left not because he couldn't 
couldn't take the demotion from head coach to assistant coach. I think it's you hit the the nail on the head, CP. It's Adrian Griffin is just a guy you can't work with. I think it was more so Adrian Griffin. This is my first year as a head coach. I don't want uh, another former. I don't want a former head coach oh. stepping on my toes and thinking that he could take this job and stuff like that. And so Adrian Griffin being Knives a little, out. a little like paranoid, little, uh, defensive in yeah. his well, position, yeah. like and just starting to cause a little bit of a ruckus. And Terry Stotts is like, look, man, I'm here because I work with Dame. I'm trying to ease that gap for you to be a head coach and to be here as support. If you're thinking about to step on your toes, I'm not trying to be here anymore. I'm going to leave. You do your own damn thing, and let's see what happens. Yeah. And now you see what happens. Maybe yeah. it's justifiable, though, with the Doc Rivers consultant thing. Maybe he should have kept his eyes wide open and yeah. have eyes behind his head and all that type of stuff. Like, this guy basically took his job after consulting for him? That's nuts. <laughs> that is nuts, man. What a dirty business, man. This thing never seems... Cold world, right? No, cold world. it's so cold, man. From from players getting moved to, to uh, knives yeah. being out in the front office, man. It is a cutthroat, grimy business. And it's it's the cost of winning, man. This is this is what winning will do. This is what winning will do. Like you said, Al, they, you know, they put butt on the chopping block. He had a personal tragedy. It didn't even matter. He was like, yo, listen, we got to move. We got to keep it pushing. Our condolences, but we got to move forward. And now they're looking at it. No draft picks. They got a high-priced team. They're older. They got to make something happen. They are 30 and 13. <laughs> so let's see if Doc can, uh, can, can kind of help close some of those gaps. But I just don't see how you could expect – a coach to cure all of their ills, especially on, on when you make that true holiday trade, which you had to make, right? Like, the, I, I think this yes. situation for the Bucks, you still would prefer to be in this situation than continue with the team that you had because it needed tweaks. It needed better offense, and Drew was just limited in, in that respect. But now, now here, you, here you are on the other side. Defense is woeful. You, now you don't have Dame going. Your probably high price ticket item is he's kind of up and down on the season, and now you now you're looking for answers, man. Well, they had to move, you know, they move like one of their top perimeter players plus another good defender in Grayson Allen Grayson to go Allen. get Dame. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is the cost of doing business. CP, we talk about for the Knicks going back to them. Like you trade RJ and Quick, we lose bench depth to get OG Ananobi. That's the yeah. price to play the game. But, you know, this is where. It, it's going to take another season for this team, in my opinion, to really fortify themselves to be like, okay, they can run away with this thing. Yeah. No question about it. Um, I mean, even with the Celtics, like we still have our questions about the Celtics because of their depth. So, I I mean, it's quasi open between those two teams, but I think the Bucks need another offseason just to fill in the gaps defensively because it's just... I don't think that's enough to go all the way. Once you go play someone like the Denver, if you're going to play the Denver Nuggets in the finals, yeah, that team is is fine offensively, defensively. I don't think they have enough to match up with a team like that. True indeed, man. Andrew, before we move on, seg on to another segment, man. I mean, are you are you confident that this team can turn it around? Man? Yeah, Andrew, where's the narrative now? Where, 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 where's is the Doc propaganda? Gonna turn this thing around now, man. What do you think, man? Even though Doc is kind of rigid these days with the way he coaches basketball, doesn't really embrace the modern style of play like a Rick Carlisle, like a Spo. Yeah. I'm going to still go with the Bucks, man, because I believe more in Damon Giannis mm. than any other duo in the East. Well, but also, anything. I mean, we're going to talk about the Heat. They made an interesting move. 
Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that. We, we, we're definitely going to get to that, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP, Alex, and Andrew in the building. The NBA Report. Hit the like button, hit the share button, and subscribe to the channel. Share this on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Oh, We, we are actually streaming live on Twitter right now. So for those of you that are watching on oh, wow. Twitter, uh, salute to you guys. And also share this on Facebook. 